Good afternoon, and as always, 21 News is your place for all things politics, from the local to the national level. Today marks one year since President Joe Biden took the oath of office amid a backdrop of a raging pandemic and a disinformation campaign questioning his very legitimacy. Here to reflect on the successes and challenges of the first year is White House Deputy Communications Director Kate Berner. Kate, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, so we're one year into the Biden presidency. Uh, new poll numbers show that uh, the approval rating has had its ebbs and flows. It's, it's, it's fallen substantially. It's below 50% in, in a lot of polls. A lot of people citing things like high inflation and, uh, and an inability to get things passed like uh, Build Back Better and voting rights. Those have been some high profile struggles. So I want to get right into how the administration will counter those immediate challenges. So again, thanks so much for having me, Justin. As you said, the president took office a year ago during compounding crises, COVID-19, an economic crisis, millions of Americans um, out of work. And he and the vice president got right to work to deliver results for working families, um, to help vaccinate millions of American to Americans. Today, 210 million Americans are vaccinated during this latest Omicron surge, those Americans um, were significantly less likely to get severe illness, to be hospitalized or to die from the virus. Um, that is a significant improvement than we saw a year ago and a significant change in uh, daily life, even while we battle this surge, schools can stay open, the economy doesn't need to shut down. Um, we've created more than 6 million jobs, the most jobs in any year in history. Um, and those are 6.4 million families that are back to work, able to support their families. And as the president always says, live with a little bit more dignity. So we've made a lot of progress and laid a foundation for success. But as the president said yesterday, we're not done yet. We're gonna continue to um, vaccinate Americans to ensure that Americans across the country have the tools to fight the pandemic. Um, we know that it's tied to how our economy is doing. And the president is gonna continue his plan to address price increases increases, as you mentioned, by um, mitigating the challenges we're having in our supply chains, increasing competition. So one, you know, a few companies don't, you know, gobble up all of the profits while consumers pay the price. And by uh, passing the president's Build Back Better plan, which will lower the cost of living for families all across the country. So now, despite all those, and those are all legitimate accomplishments, um, the unemployment rate is, uh, what is the national unemployment rate right now? It's 3.8, correct? It's 3.9%. What's really important about that is not just that it's the low, biggest decrease in unemployment, but it's uh, the, uh, excuse me, but it is decreased because the president and congressional Democrats passed the American Rescue Plan. Experts didn't expect us to get to a 39 percent unemployment rate for four years from now without the American Rescue Plan. So that's significant economic progress because of the leadership of the president and his administration here in Washington. Well, and I, and I even take your answer a step further and point out that while you hear stories about things like worker shortages certain places, that with an unemployment rate that low, there's actually an indication that workers have gotten better jobs and are in a position to to leverage higher pay. And you are starting to see wage growth. It's not caught up with inflation yet, but you are seeing wage wage growth begin to, to turn up. So Absolutely. And one thing I note for you on that, Jason, is we're seeing lower income um, workers, folks at the bottom um, percentile of wages, they're seeing their wages grow the most. 
uh, workers in leisure and hospitality industries where wages are often very low, their wages are increasing. This is important progress um, for, again, for families across the country to earn a decent living that they can raise their families on. So given all of that, the poll numbers don't seem to, right now, don't seem to line up to uh, to the things that you've mentioned here. Um, so there's a perception issue, it would seem. How does the president bridge that gap? I mean, obviously, there are more Americans that are either getting new jobs or seeing raises. I mean, there are everything you just cited is true. And yet the poll numbers show a, a, a lower number of Americans saying that they're happy with it. Yes, yeah, so it's a great question. Look, the president um, grew up around a kitchen table in Scranton, like so many families across the country. And he understands that price increases um, constrain a family's budget, that they can cause um, frustration and anxiety for families. That's why he has a robust plan to tackle price increases, a three-part plan of fixing supply chains, boosting competition, and passing his Build Back Better plan. Um, and the president is going to go out and travel around the country. He said yesterday he wants to get out of the White House more, get out of Washington more, to speak directly to Americans about his plans um, and how they will um, help Americans with what they're struggling with and what he's for. You know, uh, there are choices before Americans. Um, and that is, you know, what are you, who, what are you for and who is advocating for you and for your family and who is not. There are, you know, you talked about the president's Build Back Better plan. There are 50 Republicans in the Senate who are uniformly opposed to lowering prescription drug costs. They're uniformly opposed to making childcare and pre-K more affordable. So that's the choice the president is going to put before Americans as he did yesterday. What are you for? He knows what he's for. He's for addressing these price increases through his three-part plan. Um, and he's going to work with anyone in Washington who will help get him done. And those who aren't interested or um, willing to help him, he's going to make clear what they are for and what they are against. Hey, Justin, no, we're yes. going to have to draw the line there. Um, we have to move on to another interview. I have one more. Can I squeeze one more in? I really think we actually have to move on. I'm I think sorry. one more is fine, Seth. One, OK, one more. Just, right. just because keeping with that, you know, you, you mentioned the 50 Republicans who are opposed to the Build Back Better plan. There's also 50 Republicans and two Democrats who are opposed to voting rights reform with the defection of cinema and mansion. And, uh, and the president has spoken about this, and they were unmoved. At a time when American democracy is in such a state of peril, largely stoked by the false assertions of the former president regarding the last election, uh, twofold, why didn't the administration make this a larger profile issue throughout the first year? And what happens now to get these things passed, besides putting them on notice? So, the president said last night he was disapp profoundly disappointed by the vote in the Senate. He has been a leader on voting rights throughout his career. He helped um, pass uh, extensions, reauthorizations of the Voting Rights Act in the Senate when he was chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee multiple times. And he believes that the right to vote and the right to have your vote counted is foundational to our democracy. He said, we're not giving up. We had a setback, but we're gonna keep working um, to have voting rights legislation passed here in Washington. We're going to work in the states. Um, and that this is a critical moment in not just um, Washington, but in our history of what side you are on and that uh, the right to vote is fundamental um, to who we are as a nation, to our democracy, and um, he's going to keep fighting for it. 
Thank you very much, Kate, and I appreciate you letting me squeeze the last one in, and I appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank you.